Oh, yeah, practice that one. <laughs> Nailed Hello. it. Welcome to 14 Dreams, the Premier League podcast giving focus to the teams outside the Big Six. I'm Pablo, and with me as always is Joe. Hello there. And Rob. Hello, how's it going, Pabs? It's going great, thank you very much. And in today's episode, episode three, we are focusing on West Ham United. So much more on them later. Um, before we get into the main podcast, we would just like um, to send our best wishes to everybody involved in all the sad events that have happened this weekend in football um, with regards to Leicester, yeah. uh, Glenn Hoddle, and also the Brighton fan who passed away um, during the game as well. Yeah. Terrible weekend off the pitch. It's sobering, um, wasn't it? Really, yeah. it was. It kind of put everything into perspective. Um, but also, I think football fans have been fantastic in general. Everybody's kind of really coming together about it, and a lot of other teams going to Leicester and kind of laying down shirts of their teams and stuff. Yeah. Um, in respect as well. So it's, um, yeah. It's really moved everyone, isn't it? I think it has, and it's yeah. I mean, we still don't know the full story um, as we record on Sunday evening. Point of recording, we um, are none the wiser, so everyone's just yes, no, um, exactly. Um, so yeah, there's no real easy way to just kind of transition on, but we kind of have to so. It's the 28th of October today, Rob. Um, have you got anything interesting for us on this day? Um, well, the Cuban Missile Crisis end, ended in 1962. Um, nice. That's, that's probably boosted some sport, maybe somewhere. Um, nothing specifically sport-wise um, that I've, I've found in, in the couple of minutes, looking sadly. Mm. But um, no. good prep. 1962, so Cuban Missile Crisis, and I think that's a good one. Yeah, I think that's good. You know, in terms of, um, you know, you could say Man United's crisis ended this this weekend, mm-hmm. or um, Crystal Palace's not scoring at home crisis. Yeah. Um, Zaha acted like a missile um, for the penalty, <laughs> to be fair, but um. Well, I said and probably Martial, Martial going to the ground. In watching Southampton Newcastle, people probably did think the world was going to end. So it all links in. That is very true. Missile crisis. It, it's yeah, a metaphor for life, I guess you could say, along with football. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, Newcastle not getting anything on target as well. That relates quite well. Very so. good. Very good. I'd say they are very, very relevant on this day there, Robs. And I'm sure that you factored all of those points in when you found exactly. it. Exactly. Um, I do my research well and um, it's, it's an important date. So. Concert professional. Cool. So let's have a look at the recent fixtures. Starting with Brighton and Hebabian 1, Wolverhampton Wanderers 0. Um... I've only really seen the highlights of this. Um, seems like Wolves absolutely peppered them at the end, but Brighton again holding out for a one nil. I think it's their third one nil win in a row. So it's doing it's, what they need to do, really, aren't they? It's the one to watch as well. 
Murray again. Mm. Yeah. I think we pointed out the other week if they can keep him on form and firing, they may um, start to look up a bit. I think 100 goals for Brighton, is it now, for Glenn Murray? Yeah, in two, two, two spells, isn't it? But yeah. Yeah, good, good return. I think that particular win was um, massive for ball, uh, for Brighton, sorry, because Wolves have mm. been doing really well. Mm. I know they lost last time yeah. out as well. Um, but it's like little wins like that come the end of the season, which they'll look back on, won't they, and think if they do stay up, which I think they will, Yeah, they'll look back at yeah. these sorts of things and think that, that's, that's when we did it. That's how we you sort of ground it out, so to speak, you know? 100%. It, it's kind of pushed their yeah. three wins on the bounce of them now. Um, mm. So that's really pushed them away from yeah. um, relegation. Um, so they're looking a bit more comfortable where they are. Um, yeah, nine points clear already. Which is those last three wins. Pretty good. Oh, well, thing and stuff, but only nine goals scored in those ten games, mm. um, which has surprised me actually. Given how you, whenever you see them play, they always seem very positive and attacking. It's but, interesting. Yeah, well, they, less than a goal a game at the moment. I guess they've only conceded nine as well, though. That yes, that is zero. true. So, yeah, <laughs> not the most exciting so it's, it's team to be watching then. <laughs> Although they're doing all no. right. <laughs> they're yeah. an odd one, Wolves. I think. Because they're they're in a strange sort of limbo where they're a newly promoted team, and yet everyone is expecting them to do really quite well. Mm, they've had a lot of investment, or a lot of players come in and kind of reshaped, um, and obviously did very well in the championship last year. So I think mm. people are expecting that to continue. Yeah, but I think they thought that probably for some other teams like Fulham, which clearly isn't happening. That's not clear. No, and their um, result of the weekend was a. 3-0 home defeat to Bournemouth. Yes. Um, AFC Bournemouth. Another good performance. Do you want to no. talk about that one? Now? AFC Bournemouth, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I will. Yeah. Um, it was good performance from us. We um, looked pretty comfortable throughout. We almost looked too comfortable at 1-0. I thought we were maybe sitting back a bit. A couple of mistakes in defence. But we then sort, kind of sorted out second half. Um the red card kind of ended the game at 2-0, but um, we kept going, which is nice to see. I feel sometimes, as I say, we can kind of have the lead and drop off a bit, but we kept going for it, but Pablo, which is great. Pablo, you were at uh, this game, yeah? I was not at this game. I was going to go, but I had to play a concert for a local um, French twinning oh, association. Shit, Fair enough. So I could yeah, not no, go. I, I remember uh, now that's why I couldn't watch the game. Um, anyway... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so another good yeah. performance from us and sixth so, in the league. Um, we've only played one of the top six though, so it's it's going to be hard. The next, I think, ten of our next twenty is against the the big six, so it'll be a fairer reflection mm. kind of at the halfway. But mark, I guess you'd be happy but that you've got that. Not complaining. Yeah, exactly. We got United next week, and we're kind of going in, doing well, scoring lots of goals, and we showed. When Josh King was out the side, I was a bit concerned, but we showed without him, we can do quite well. Eddie rejigged the system completely and went to five at the back instead. Um, and it worked. 
So, can I, yeah, can I no ask complaints. A quick question Brooks. then, coming from the other angle. Obviously, Bournemouth are doing really well, and I think yeah, you mentioned there about Eddie Howe's ability to alter things. I think I think he's doing really well with that. I think he's great with that. Um, but yeah. as Rob said, like Fulham were expected to do quite well. Um, mm. Before this game, I thought you could see this result mm. coming a mile off. I thought, yeah. In the in sense yeah. that Bournemouth are in good form, Fulham aren't at all. But the way it happened, yeah, almost seemed worryingly obvious. Like what? What are they yeah. doing wrong at Fulham at the moment? Is it too many new players? It was it... defensively there, or I think it was it like twenty eight goals or something like that they've conceded. Wow. it's like it's a yeah. ridiculous amount. Yeah, yeah, twenty eight. That's right, and fifteen in the last four or yeah. something crazy. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, they've won a game, one single game. Um, but I think I think maybe you're right, Joe. Maybe too many players brought in. They're trying to change too much. And if you can't get it right at the back and they're not as a team defensively, then you're not really setting up for your strikers to score. I thought Mitrovic would have maybe been... Have, have carried on. He kind of started all right for them, but then recently not, not as much. So I don't know if he... Well- the thing is, yeah. the thing as I feel watching mm. that is they they do carry a threat and they can score. Mitrovic is a good player, but without the ball, they seem to be dreadful. Because mm. yeah, well, I think one of the problems is there was like you say so many changes. It wasn't even like they gave the boys that came up a real good go. At, um, no, I... you know they they'd earned the right to be in the Premier League and they hadn't done yeah. that. You look at. Us and we've still got seven players that were in that championship winning side. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're still and like Charlie Daniels is keeping out new signings, whereas it seems like Fulham have just kind of I think thrown spent all over the new signings in and left like some of the others. I think so. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's funny because um, being a Reading fan and seeing them play last season, they're 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 very good on the ball and they kept it kind of. Um, I guess almost like Tottenham, just a, a lesser version. So mm-hmm. I think if they hadn't have changed as much, they probably would have been doing a lot better because going forwards, they were very um, attacking mm-hmm. and um, could play the ball around very well. So maybe the 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 tests of stronger Premier League attacking teams, the Championship, have kind of caught them out of it. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's not looking good for them at the moment, but long way to go. Um, Cardiff and the next team, just outside the relegation zone, they lost 4-1 mm. at Liverpool. Um, yeah. Joe, why don't you take this one? <laughs> well, I, I, to be expected, really, isn't it? I think, in in terms of the Cardiff point of view, um, I was I was in Cardiff last week, actually, for that great home win over Fulham. I say great home mm. win. I don't know if we can call it a great win after, you know, the, we've just spoken about Fulham, the way they're playing. To mm. be honest, I don't think Cardiff really offered much at all, did they, Anfield? But it's not... Not surprising either. This is this is not a, a mm. the game on which their season's going to be judged. You know, they, they're not earmarking that game for any points, I don't think. No. But, I mean, the result no. flattered Liverpool, you know, with two late goals. But they're also mm. Cardiff are also the first team to score against Liverpool for a very long time. Yeah, but um, you see the goal. It was incredibly <laughs> a huge deflection. Um, yeah. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to think of a positive for Cardiff fans here. To be honest, 
Um, so if they can go in saying, oh, we've scored against a team that got defensively, um, seems to have changed a lot. Because I think that for Liverpool, we're not really talking about them much, but for Liverpool, that was a big big thing in previous seasons. They would score a lot, but it was it was the defence. And Klopp seems to have managed mm. to do that at home. Mm. Yeah. I mean, two of the goals came quite late, so I thought it was a bit harsh on Cardiff to be 4-1 because it's just them kind of pushing, trying to get get back into the game at 2-1 I mean, down. I'm looking but... at the stats, it's Liverpool had 80% possession. Yeah. Which mm. is... Um, Fair and enough. Cardiff had one shot on target. Um, yeah. And I don't know if that even counts as the goal or if that was a separate one. That was the goal, yeah. Mm. Um so expected, Cardiff. Yeah, really struggling, and um, I think I think they'll they'll be yeah. still down there at the end of the season. Two other teams. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Two other teams down the end played each other: Southampton, Newcastle, and nil nil. Oh my god! Um, Who, what thought? a treat for you, Rob. <laughs> so, what do you reckon, Rob? Um, I didn't see this match, and I think I'm probably glad I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. I I think I did see some of the highlights. There are a few good saves, but I think both of them, again, are going to be down there. Southampton, I think they've kind of run their ground of getting rid of all their good players year after year and mm. haven't really produced anything more mm. or, or get anyone through it. And I think they're struggling because of that. I think gone are the no. days where they were looking and actually even pushing for Europe. Um, which is sad. It's sad yeah. to see. Um, I think as a Bournemouth fan, you probably less sad to see that um but yeah i think both of them down there newcastle still yet to win which is for them very scary but i don't i don't know what they mm. can do i don't know do you think they'll if rafa's got potentially may go or they seem very they, loyal to him but surely if they sack rafa mm. that is that is that's crazy like the only thing they could do with that is me if they were bringing in a you know like a relegation fight star manager someone like a Tony Pulis or a Sam Allardyce because yeah. they're not going to get someone mm. as good as Rafa. I, th- I personally think Rafa's likely to go at the end of the season, whatever happens. What, on his own accord? Yeah. Yeah, I would Just have thought. I think he's he's a very good manager, Rafa. And, like, top clubs will come in for him, I think. Um, mm. I I think... I don't think many Newcastle fans do actually want him gone. But if if they do... I think that's ludicrous. Who would you get in? I know. Who would want to get in as well? You also do. He does have to take some of the criticism. You've let he's Dwight Gale and Mitrovic win his books. They're both well. They're both doing better than Newcastle, basically. But I think maybe um, about that. So you've got to think Dwight Gale though. Mm. Whenever he's played, has always looked like Mm. he's a championship striker, or he's in that. He's in that middle ground mm. between the Championship and the Premier League. Mm. Um, I think so. You know, I think you need a like Marcus Bent was a bit like that. I think, I yeah, I think you need a manager mm. to get the right right thing out of him. And I think Mitrovic, although he's not he's not scored in his last four, but he has he did actually have a pretty good start considering mm. Fulham doing so badly. Um, mm. But I read an article about he mm. was saying recently how Newcastle just as a, a club. Um, didn't fit him along with the manager's style of play was completely different to what he was and he said mm. great manager and it just mm. wasn't a fit um so i think he's actually he's he personally is enjoying Fulham quite a bit um because it was interesting this is kind of aside from the um the 
the, the scores. But he was saying he liked being in a London club because he's quite a quiet person. And if you're at a club like Newcastle, mm. all the um, players there, they can't go out anywhere because you, if you're in Newcastle, you support Newcastle and everyone is so passionate about that. Wherever they go, players, they're, they're spotted. And Interesting. But in London... It's mm. less like that because it's, it's a much bigger city with obviously multiple teams and it's kind of probably a less diehard in, in certain areas. And if, yeah. he's, if he's at home with the kids and or going out, he, he seems to get bothered less, he says, and can kind of actually go out. Yeah, with that's him, which fair. I thought was quite interesting from a... He's really looked at it from a um, family point of view as well as his footballing career. That is interesting, yeah. Mm. Can we just yeah. talk a little bit about Southampton? Because... Sure. I mean, surely Mark Hughes, unfortunately, his mm. position has got to be massively under threat because I saw, I think what he said after the game, or they've, they've recently been a lot tighter at the back and things like that. But mm. does that does that mean that actually they will be okay because they've mm. got, you know, Charlie Austin, Danny Ings, Shane Long, like people who score goals at this level, particularly Charlie Austin? Um, yeah, but they're, they're not. Well, what I mean, what I mean is, haven't scored are, in four games. That, are they about to turn a corner so. and that the goals will flow and they've got it solid at the back and they'll be fine, or is the problem actually mm. that Mark Hughes has got you know three or four decent strikers and still isn't getting anything out of them? Yeah, I think the problem is that he's, yeah, the they're offering just the way they play and defensively, it means they only get a handful of chances yeah. a game, and. Um, Perhaps the strikers aren't haven't got that quality, or because a lot of them are quite injury prone, they can't get a consistent kind of run together yeah. of games. It's... They can't take that odd chance. They need <laughs> to have more frequent chances, and they're not getting yeah. that. It, the it's way still worrying though, like so... irrespective that oh, he's got a yeah. defensive record and it's clean sheet, but you're at home mm. playing Newcastle, who haven't won. Yep, you no. can't really spin it. A different way than that should be no. the games you should at least no. be scoring against or getting a win, really. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and just one win in the first 10 games for Southampton, and that was against Crystal Palace mm. without Zaha. And I think Newcastle so, will almost take that because they'll take any points that they can get, especially if it's away on the road to a potential rival that's like, oh, well, it's three points yeah. that they've not actually got, and we've yeah. gone away yeah. and got something. So. Not an awful result for them, yeah. but obviously they need as much as they can get as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to kind of um, speed through the rest of the results. Yeah. Um, so Watford three, Huddersfield nil. I think, um, yeah, not looking great for not Huddersfield. They have only scored, I think, four goals. Is it this season? Mm. Yeah, four goals this season. They are really struggling, and they are bottom of the league, and it's. Kind of the true definition of second season syndrome, yes, I think, for them. Yeah, but Watford back on form after a small blip um, a few weeks they back. Look, so their goals are very good. They're looking good for top ten as well. Like, well they're looking yeah. good, aren't they? They're looking good. Yes, mm. exciting to watch. They are, and they, yeah, yeah. I see them as that kind of top ten yeah. team. Um, Leicester, West Ham. We'll probably come on to a bit more when we talk about West Ham. Um, Today's results, Burnley losing 4-0 at home to Chelsea. Um, I haven't seen these goals yet, but I think 
Is that a fair result from? The, I think so. I, I, I think so. Yeah, I, I saw I saw some of the game, and um, I mean Chelsea even without their main man Hazard, but um, yeah, they they did do well. Um, He's dominated, didn't they? Really, it's yeah. just a, a classic mm. like, better team performance. Yeah. yeah, but Burnley Turf Moor Fortress doesn't seem no, that they, way they, anymore. Yeah, it's not, is it? I think, uh, we think we said it the other week as well. I mean, it's their defensive record is because what were they were like the one they were in the top four or something like home records in the previous seasons because um, because of how well they're doing. I mean, Joe Hart early on did make a few very good saves, but it was kind of just showing the pressure that they were under. And yeah, yeah. You said Pablo about second season syndrome for Huddersfield. Well, it's very much like that for Burnley as well, isn't it? After doing so well to get to the Europa League. Yeah, it's like a hangover almost. But yeah, it kind of looked like they were getting back on track, but then kind of dropping off again now and it's I th- it's hard to say how they're going to do over the season because they are I know it's only well we're a quarter of the way in now so it's hard to kind of call it early days now yeah it's only three points between them and the bottom three so it doesn't take much for them to yeah. be dropping into but by that same, and same fact doesn't take much think, to go up but I mean they, you wouldn't expect them to win against Chelsea but 4-0 is quite um quite the drumming it is from, it, from what you said. It is next. Yeah, next. Well, next three will be quite telling. I think away to West Ham, away to Leicester, home to mm. Newcastle. Um, you got to be looking at at least three points there. I'd say more. Say I think they them. should. They they should be looking at that and thinking more than that. They should yeah, be looking sure. to beat Newcastle you'd be, you'd and be at least three draw at the other two. You know. Yeah, you you'd probably be wanting to almost yeah. go about five. If you get five, you'd be mm. very happy. Yeah. Undefeated, two away draws and a home win. Leicester one will be mm. the the hard one. So. Yeah, I yeah. Agree, yeah. Mm. Yes, Crystal Palace Arsenal two two. Good um, game, this. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was a good game. I thought probably the right result on the performances, and I think the ref kind of made a. Interesting decision for both sides. Uh, what what, what are the decisions? No one can feel hard done by by the ref. Well, there was the Lacazette assist with his hand. Bizarre one. Really bizarre, uh, that one. Yeah. I mean, he was being held, so you could argue it should have been a penalty anyway, mm-hmm. but mm. yeah. Very, very strange there. And the Zaha penalty was interesting because it kind of felt like he... Zaka was in his way, but he kind of almost yeah. I think it, it was like he stepped like I, I think Zaha's got obviously all the stigma around him, and everyone always looking for penalties. And uh, but now he's always hard done by and all this stuff. But I think he mm. that was the right call. I mean, it it stopped um, Arsenal's eleven game winning streak, which is pretty impressive, especially yeah. as at home mm. um, Palace weren't doing doing that well. Um, it's their second no. Um, second draw, um, having lost six games. Um, First goals at home as well for them. Yeah, they'll they'll be quite happy happy to see that. I mean, they've only scored seven all season, so two of those against Arsenal, they'll be more than happy with that. Yeah, yeah, and fair play to them for sticking with Milivojevic as the penalty taker. Are we going back to Benteke? No, no. Um, I don't think they ever really were on Benteke. 
No, I think it was just Benteke's yeah. cool there. I think but... with Palace, obviously, with Zaha, they've got such a good chance because whether you think it's a penalty or not, like the fear that Zaha mm. puts into people and basically makes Xhaka make a terrible decision. I, mean, I don't know why he's making the decision to dive in mm. like that. I thought whether, whether it's a penalty or not, no. it's terrible defending. But he's he's almost being enticed into it, isn't he? He's thinking, Zaha's on the ball here. I've got to try and do something. Mm. Yeah, where he could just try and force him out wide. Yeah. yeah, I, anything, I, I mean, maybe. I think they're a bit fortunate. Arsenal weren't firing there. I, I mean, I've watched a few of their recent games and they have looked absolutely incredible. Mm. Um, yeah, have, yeah. So, yeah. I think they're a bit lucky there. But I think they did do, they set up very well and they played the right game. Mm. Yeah. They did. The last game we're going to talk about is Man United 2, Everton yeah. 1. Um, I think probably the right result there. I think Everton did a bit, but they're, they're still showing that mm. kind of lack of top striker. Really. The end. I mean, Sigurdsson mm. scoring again for them, it was from mm. the spot kick. It was a good pen. Um, I don't think mm. he had a great impact. Um, and I think he's mm. he's such a key player for them now that if he's not firing, it's that, that creativity and Richarlison hasn't I don't think mm-hmm. he, he had a very good start but he's not quite got um, got up and running again since since he's been off that's what they're missing as well isn't it no. a few more goals from him mm-hmm. if, if they can get that they look like they've got a couple of handy players in that Bernard yeah and um, Andre yeah. Gomez yeah it, it was interesting I don't know if you watched the match but um, the yeah, did, yeah. fans um, booing Lukaku when he came on yeah, which I don't, really? I don't, I, I, maybe we need to speak to one of our Evertonian friends, um, <laughs> but I, yes. I, I don't see why he, why he'd be hated so much. I think that's just mm, just rivalry between United. I just think it's football stuff, mm. you know. I think it's taking people right back to the base there and thinking, oh, he used to play for us, oh, we better boo him. I don't think it's really personal. It's Lukaku or or indicative of the way he left or anything like that. No, but I think you still no. get some. You get some places that will leave, and they'll get clapped. Like Lukaku scored a lot of. I, he's one of their top scorers ever. I think. And I think he would get he applause. Mm. To be fair, like if he were playing at Goodison and he got subbed, I reckon he'd get a fair bit of applause then. That'd be interesting. We'll have to wait for the home leg and then see if he, if he gets subbed off then. Did you think um, the Man U penalty was a penalty? No. No, neither did I. But, um, he I first of all got the ball, um, got the ball first. Uh, Martial went over him and then had the most ridiculous theatrical dive. Like I don't mm. see how anyone can mm. fall over and chuck their legs backwards. It seems so yeah, unnatural, weird, isn't it? But if you actually try to do that, it's mm. quite hard. So like, it's an art in itself. Um, <laughs> so I think they were very unlucky from that. I mean, I still think the result overall they they deserved, but. Um, I guess yeah. yeah, they were they were chasing the game mm. from there. Um, however, Martial's finish for his um, for his goal was yeah, it was a lovely great goal, yeah. strike, yeah. completely curved yeah. curved around the the player and into the bottom right. Couldn't see it at all. Mm. Right, that completes the fixture roundup. Of course, tomorrow night's game, Man City Tottenham, but we don't care. <laughs> so. Let's go on then uh, to our featured team, West Ham United. 
uh, starting with a bit of history from Joe. Yeah, so West Ham, obviously the uh, the Irons, and they started yes. in, in Ironworks. Um, quite a lot of sort of history here, but I'm actually going to focus a little bit on some of the newer mm-hmm. things. Um, because there's been obviously quite a few problems um, with the stadium move and things like that. And I yes. think it's probably fair to say they've not really taken to it that well at the moment. They've got <laughs> plans, no. It's one of those weird things where a stadium move is perhaps not necessarily what they even wanted. Because um, obviously they used to play no. at... Well, I don't actually know where they used to play because I was brought up been told that West Ham played at Upton Park. I think everyone so, was. Yeah. The final season where the I Berlin suddenly became aware that it was called the Berlin Ground. Yeah, and everyone referred to it as that. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was like farewell to the Berlin. The yeah, like, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe all Premier League stadiums are named after former Royal Wives. I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe the, uh, the new White Hart Lane will be the the Jane Seymour. But, it would be um, nice if if they could all get a mention, you know. I want to yeah. play at the Prince Philip ground. That's that's, yeah. that's well, I'm, I'm, our modern monarch, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a bit of a good. risky ground, that one, though. Yeah. Or risque, should I say. Oh, oh yeah. yeah that is yeah, true. Definitely don't host any internationals there. There's a lot of, um, a lot of controversy <laughs> going on. Yeah. But, but love um, for it. But coming, so coming back to the West Ham. But it was interesting. Sorry, very briefly. Yeah. Um, and the whole sort of stadium issue. I think it's amazing how it's still managed to drag on into this season because I think it's still a thing. It's still mm. supporters aren't happy. They're not, obviously not happy with the owners. I don't think Karen mm. Brady has particularly handled herself that well from, from what I've, I've heard and seen. No, I heard her say that it was it was done to bring a bit of or put a bit of cultural kind of identity for West Ham but to be honest going to their ground was was very cultural going to the old ground it was Mm. a proper kind of London kind of stadium proper kind of London markets surrounding it and everything it was a good it had a proper kind of football atmosphere to it and I think this one just doesn't and the ridiculous cues getting out of the ground back to the tube it's just it doesn't is there and obviously that that takes time to develop and you look at the way Arsenal had to settle into the Emirates from 2006, mm. whenever it was. But and like the Spurs will go through the same thing, of course, as well. But this one, mm. there's no like Upton Park. You knew you'd be in for a battle, didn't you? If you teams mm. going there, you and would. It doesn't yeah. have that. I, think, I, I don't yeah. feel. Oh, well, I don't. I don't think they're. Mm. I mean, people are acting like they've moved grounds and they're now a really bad team. I don't think they've changed that much. They weren't exactly setting the world on fire the, the last few years. That no, but there. I think um, you're right, but they did in that final season at the whatever ground. Yes, but do you, think that's, do you think that was probably because they knew it was their last? Could that have been a, everyone wants to go Possibly, there but I think season. it's also, it's a little bit of, they had they had a very good team under Billich then, didn't they? Because they had... Yeah, that's true. Well, the quiet season. Um, and they, didn't they finish, did they finish fifth or sixth? And for a while, it was it, yeah, it was it, up there, wasn't it? It looked like mm. they were gonna give, they gave it a real go for Champions League football. Like 
there was a real possibility they could have finished in the top four. Mm. And I think what was a bit upsetting for, for the fans was, you know, as builders, oh, it's a new stadium, it's going to be even better. Think about the season we've just had, it's going to go, we're going to go one more here. Um, you know, really, yeah. not even not even sort of top six, maybe even beyond. Um, especially given, mm. you know, that that was the season after Leicester had won the league as well, everyone was dreaming. And suddenly, it's a massive fall from grace, isn't it? To the point where they're saying yeah. they're, they'll be pleased if they just avoid relegation. Yeah, I mean, they are a mm. very traditional club and I think they do hold on to their history quite a lot. And if if you talk about big clubs, they would certainly consult consider themselves a, a big club in terms of fan base like Leeds United would or absolutely not. yeah um, so I think they they expect a lot because of that um, which can be dangerous I think as well um, but you can understand their frustrations yeah yeah mm. yeah and obviously with a um, with big support comes a lot of <laughs> excellent <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we are done with the history, by the way, aren't we? Or did you? Did you? Have no, that was. I know. I've not really um, talked much about the history. Um, it's more yeah, the recent couple recent of history. FA Cup wins yeah. for West Ham. Most recent one, in nineteen eighty. Yeah, I say a couple. I think they've won it three times actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think other than that, there's a two thousand and six final, wasn't it? The Gerrard final. Where mm-hmm. they came, they yes, came close, the Gerrard but... final. Yeah, not to speak of that. As you said, sorry, perhaps we should just say amazing fan base. Mm. What's that? Yeah. yeah. Um, and these these famous fans, I've, there were a lot to choose from, I have <laughs> to say. Excellent. Um, so I'm sorry for those who, who Stop, didn't James make the Gordon. cut. <laughs> he oh. did not make the cut, of course. So okay. that doesn't count. That's so... I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to win one. I'm going to win a rat. I'm you ready? Win a week. So, number, number one. <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> film director. Film director. Okay. And he actually worked closely with a graphic designer um who did he did a lot of the kind of opening sequences to his films called Soul Base. I've no clue. Mm, nope. Uh if I told you that the film composer most associated with him was Bernard Herman. Bernard Herman. I've not even heard. I've heard of Jerry Herman. Bernard, is that is is that? I'm getting. Is that really uh, old? Uh it's quite a way back. <laughs> um, I'll tell you one of his films, "The Man Who Knew Too Much." This is bad. <laughs> These men don't we know don't. much. Anthony Hitchcock. Well, oh, I'm gonna have to... Is it Anthony Hitchcock? Sorry? Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred, sorry. Yes, correct. <laughs> I was trying to think. <laughs> I'm going to give that to Rob because he got the wrong That's name. That's absolutely ridiculous so. that Rob gets a point for that. By the way, I was trying to think of any director I've heard of pre 2000. Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bernard Bernard Herman wrote the psycho thing. Okay, right. Um, but yeah, there we go. That's a proper poacher's Lovely. finish there from Rob. Um, yeah. Well, I've done that. One nil. Keeper, and I've squared it for you. What? No, you. What you've done is you. You were going <laughs> wide, and I've just put it in. Yeah, I've gone round the keeper, and I've squared it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Then, oh, I, anyway. One up. Number two 
Right, we have we have a Danny Dyer. singer here. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna um I'm gonna actually do this a bit differently. I'm gonna say some lyrics from his or her Love songs. It. Yeah. Are you ready? You think I'm pretty Katie Perry. without Katie any Perry. makeup on. Come Rob on. got it. Two now Rob. Can can you pull one back or is Rob gonna I don't three think now? I'm gonna accept I'm... the Hitchcock one because I got that. I'm so. just saying you know, no one's you've not won three well, nil, Jay. You've only you've only narrowly won, so I I'm just pointing that one out. Yeah. This That's is what I'm saying. This is That's an important... like saying you've not won the league by that many points. No, because you've not won the league. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's like we've literally... All right. Anyway, anyway, I'm. I'm... Anyway, Pablo, keep anyway, it together. there's still Go a goal in. There's still another goal in yeah. this game. Right, Danny Dyer, an actor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say some quotes from films that Excellent. he's been in. So it's not not Ray necessarily Winston. said by him, but said in films. I was thinking of Ray Winston as well. Any more? <laughs> Any more incorrect guesses and you're blocked out until the other person makes a guess. <laughs> okay. Right. You want to be a big cop in a small town? F off up the oh. little village. <laughs> no idea. Oh, no. Um, I I know what film this is. It's a great film. Oh, no. What, I didn't what's know the film. What's <laughs> the matter, David? Never taken oh, a shortcut no. before. Um... Oh, part of the Cornetto Pablo, series. Is that the same film? I know the film. I know the film. Um, it's. I'm not sure if it's the same film or the same kind of... It's linked to more than one film. Never Taken a Shortcut Before is in more than one film that this actor is in. Oh. Bill Nye. No. That's okay, incorrect. So, so that was it. So, you Rob, you've got... Joe can't guess again. You've got a free... Well, Rob, so you've I got a free swing. It. So, now. um... No, because actually it was Rob who was saying all those no, things. No, I think it was just a, it was a standalone rule um, that Pablo put out. So am I allowed to talk through the board? Pablo, you, so you I, can talk through the board. Do you want the third, you do you want the third clue? Okay, you go for the third clue. I may as well take it. Okay, go to the Winchester. And let it all a nice cold pint and wait for all yeah. of this. So um, yeah. the first one was obviously Hot Fuzz, um, part of the Quantico series. That's why it's mm-hmm. a Bill Nye. Yeah, so I'm going to say, mm. I can't remember which one, Nick Frost. Yes. Correct. 3-0. Yes. It's not 3-0 because I've got Hitchcock, so it's fine. It's oh, fine. I'll give Rob the win. Sorry, Anthony. You didn't. However, I am going to take one back here when I say that part of David Cameron supports West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he doesn't know, does he? Because... Supports those colours. Initially, <laughs> initially he was Aston Villa, wasn't he? Yeah. Into that speech phase, I know. Freudian slip. I'd prefer it if you supported West Ham. Would you? Aston Villa. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, yeah. It's a tough week for me, that one. Tough Rob, week. Yeah, six points to three. And I think you won the last two. two yeah, ones. just like yeah. Rob's won this one, two one. So. Three, three nil. Um, because we're doing aggregate as well, Joe, so we're having goal difference as well. We're not. Um, it goes on. The, can I just it goes say, on games against. There was there was, <laughs> there was one more one more I had lined up, but I wasn't going to shout it out. Um, was Russell Brand as the other the other obvious one? Yeah, but that was a, yeah. 
Katy so Perry thing, isn't it? That's why I went for Katy Perry, because she supports him due to her ex-husband. Yes. So that's why I went yeah. that way instead. But that was very good, getting Katy Thank Perry. Thank you. I'm a, big, I'm a big Perry fan. That wasn't that... That's <laughs> one of the most famous songs of the past, like, ten years. It is It is probably one of the most famous ones that you could have picked. So thank you, Pablo. Yeah. Um, but let's move on, and I'll just take my win. Yeah, well done to you, Rob. Cake and eat it. Yeah, it's good luck Indeed. to you, mate, because I'll be prepared for next week with my crown oh, yeah. back. Yeah. Yes. So let's <laughs> have a look at West Ham's current form. So they had a couple of one-nil defeats to Brighton and Spurs, mm. um, and then. What happened the next week? No, this was a uh, one-one draw yeah, with Leicester. Yeah. Leicester. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, not been a great um, few weeks for them, and they um, got some. Yeah, red card, the right decision yeah. in this one. I think so. Not only has he raised yeah. the studs, but he actually jumps in, mm. and it's kind of expected from Noble. Yeah, He's that kind of player that it's. I don't think there's any um, militia in it. Man. Yeah, I think he's he's just. Goes in hard, but when you it's can't... sending off, isn't it? It's a red just, card. Yeah, jumped up. Mm. Yeah, um, out of control. They've, they've West Ham has sort of stuttered, haven't they? They keep like every time you think they've got a little bit of momentum, that they they're starting to get things together. They um, they yeah, I think they like do they lose to Brighton? Like they beat Man, didn't they beat Man U? Then lose to Brighton. Like the, yeah, they beat Man U and they drawn with Chelsea. And I think did they beat Everton? Uh, they, as well? Yeah, three yeah. one. Away. Yeah, yeah. So they had some great win, but that's that seems to be the thing with some clubs. They beat the the bigger clubs, and then they play the teams around them, and they lose. Mm-hmm. And you think, yeah. well, are they picking up points in the right places? I think, um, like looking at um, ones to watch them, as it was, um, Arnautovic, their main man up top, um, didn't play this week, so I think they did miss him. But um, last couple of weeks, he's mm. he's not been hit the target, but he's he's got four goals. Um and and a few assists as well. So he's he's been a very good good purchase for them and working well. Um, he's kind of he's mm. kind of made you forget about um Chikorito, El Hanan, yeah. um Little P, um mm. and then Felipe Anderson is probably the other one. Um, in, good player. Yeah, he's um he's one goal and one assist, but I think you everyone can always see the potential there. Um, so I think if he can start turning up. Um, and providing assist and goal scorer a bit more um, should help them out a lot. Mm. Yeah. And looking at West Ham, they're still in the League Cup. They've got Tottenham midweek, yeah. um, followed by Burnley at the weekend. How much do they put into this oh, Cup game, do you think? I think given, given that they've got Burnley at the weekend. I mean, I know you didn't want to be disrespectful, but... Play? I think there's been a mistake. Isn't this game on Wednesday? Well, yeah. the Spurs game. It is Wednesday. Well, Spurs are playing Man City yes. on Monday night. So, the team that turns yeah. up for Wednesday, I mean, I think that's spectacularly bad um, fixturing. If we can really talk about that. What it is, though, is it not because of the Wembley situation in that they couldn't play there? Over the weekend, because of the American football, I'm sure. I'm sure it is, is it at... but it still seems ludicrous that then 
Spurs have got a one-day break and then they're into yeah, the, the I, I, cup game with Cam. I know, but it's their, it's their, it's their fault, isn't it? Because Man City then playing on Thursday, it's, it's Spurs haven't sorted their in stage amount, so they've got to. Come well, either Spurs. way, Spurs will build a weaker team, them, surely. Mm. Oh, they will. They're at home. Spurs will probably build a slightly weaker team. Um, it's still early in the season, mm. so they're not going to be saying, "Oh, we need to concentrate on the leagues, make sure we do that." They're just going to be. They're going to be wanting to go for everything. Of mm. course, they're going to uh, want a good cup run and, um, yeah, to do mm. well in that. And it's going to be a, a tough, tough game for them. Um, I think Spurs probably will win, but I guess depends depends who they put yeah. out. I think um, West Ham will go for it though. But Burnley afterwards is a big, big match, and then they got Huddersfield um, the week after again. Mm. So you're thinking next two league yeah. games, which again six points, big couple of weeks. Yeah. That'd be aiming for. It is, and I think that yeah, in the next couple of weeks, I think there's a lot of teams playing teams around them, and that will really kind of start to help the league take shape even more. Mm. And I think you look at going away to Huddersfield, where they're not scoring much. You've got to be looking at that as as three points. You've got mm. to go there and see it as a win and if they don't and again at home to Burnley then I don't know well I don't think West Ham will go down I think there are three three worst teams worst definitely teams but you don't want to be in that position league. where you're hoping relying on three worst teams to to do it I think. which is exactly what Rafa said the other yeah. day about the yeah. US, isn't it? So. I, I think West Ham will be fine and I think yeah. these next two matches could completely change I mean they're not near relegation zone, but only by position. I mean, they're three points above it. But yeah, these these two yeah. um, two games could be big if they get six points from there. You see them. You can expect to see them surely moving up and up and away from it. I think Pellegrini is a good manager as yeah. well, isn't he? You know, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I know at the, um, yeah. the start of the season when West Ham lost their first three games. I know a lot of um, West Ham fans were saying, "Oh, it's fine because." Um, Pellegrini lost his first three games when he was at City and then they won and won the league so yeah. that's probably a bit mm. hopeful but um, <laughs> I think they do back him and they, they do like him yeah 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 it's going to be interesting interesting yeah, times so at West Ham we... I think in some ways like, I think they don't know where yeah. they are where do you in see... terms of it's quite volatile no. I feel like if, if they don't do well I think Yes, the the fans, especially, you hear about it a lot more than um, definitely when they do do that. Yeah. Do you think they can push for for top ten, or do you think it's kind of mid table? I think so, season? based on who's currently in the top ten, because um, currently they're the ones yeah. that you'd outside of the big six that you'd have that you'd kind of definitely go. Oh mm. yeah, you'd see them there, uh, Everton, because Wolves, mm. Bournemouth, and yeah. Watford. You say, oh, they all could be mm. pushing it, but they've obviously had all very good starts. But it's like, can they actually maintain that? You wouldn't necessarily say that they would guarantee to be there. So I think the only other ones kind of outside of it is Leicester, you probably would have almost said. Um, yeah. So for sure, I think, yeah, they, they could they could do that. Mm. And I think January this year, the transfer window is going to be big because teams like Everton looking for goal scorers, they've got a pinch one from mm. somewhere, haven't they? Yeah. So whether they go for someone like King or Wilson at Bournemouth, whether they try and for someone at West Ham or Leicester, there's a lot of teams around who must be kind of fearing yeah, it'd be, players. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I mean, they've clearly shown the board at West Ham that they are actually willing to spend, which I think I did 
did satisfy some fans because mm. um, they they spent they they spent more than City in the summer. Um, yeah, which kind of puts mm. the scale of how much they are spending. Um, it just needs to come together. City do only sign one player, of course. True, but when you say that, it doesn't make the stat look as good, though, does it, Joe? It doesn't. You're right. It's not, sorry, apologies. It's not the same name. <laughs> <as it>. Just <laughs> try and lend some perspective to the. No, it is. It's it. true. Um, but they have spent a lot. Um, so they I think have. They, they are yeah. trying to do things. Um, and I think Pellegrini will get it together with them. I do think, I think there's a little bit of pressure on him in terms of there's a lot of potential on that side. And we're talking about West Ham and saying, yeah, we'll think they'll be all right. I think when you spend that sort of money and the whole point about moving to the new stadium is they, they don't want to be talked about in that conversation, do they? They want to be talked about as a permanent fixture in the top 10, mm. a team that's knocking on the door of the yeah. top six, you know? Mm. But they've got to cut it. They've got to do that before you can really. I think they're talking about it before it's it's kind of there and happening. Um, yeah. But I guess we shall see. Yeah. So should we should we predict? Um, put in our predictions for um for the, for the, for Burnley, the Burnley game. game. Yeah. Yes, I am going to go two 0 to West Ham with Felipe Anderson getting this the first is, goal. This is a um. This is at the London Stadium, isn't it? It is. It is West Ham at home. Yes. Yeah, I remember Burnley getting a big win there last year. I think that might have been. Oh, they did the whole. I think it was that game, wasn't and it? Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. I oh Rob, go first. I'm still thinking. That's good. Thank you. Because I was going to say we need to mix this up. Because I always go last, and I was I was going to say two nil as well. But to make it different, um, mm. I'm going to hope that he's mm. back, and I'm going to say Arnautovic. First goal scorer. Also yeah, two 0 Because I was, I was dead on that. I really yes. don't think Burnley are going to score, but I don't think West Ham will will get more than two. I think, no. yeah, I, I'm a bit similar to Burnley. I don't know where Burnley's goal could come from. Mm. Um, mm. but hopefully you'll decide before the match. That would be nice. Mm, yeah, that's normally <laughs> how it works. Okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to go with one all and I'm going to say Ashley Barnes will score first. <laughs> okay, Pablo, I hope, you, I hope you've written those down and Joe will be insufferable if that is 100% correct. I know. Mm. That's, that's, that's the beauty of the high risk one, isn't it? Because if you're correct, I can be like, yeah, that was obvious. Yeah, obvious that you didn't go for it. Not allowed. Not allowed. The rules. Alfred Hitchcock. Them the rules. I meant Anthony Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah well there we go so I think we're pretty much at the end of this no. podcast and our next podcast is um, going to be focusing on <laughs> Everton nice nice interesting yeah so that will be a that will be a good one Everton. to talk I about. I'm going to um, team seven. Team seven. I'll make team sure seven. I do my research. Excellent. Um, again, as always. And I'm sure there'll be some top famous fans again as well. And our um, yeah. We'll see you next week. We will yeah. see you next week. Thank you very You're much, welcome, Rob. Pablo. Thank you. That's all right. And thank, thank you, you pleasure, as always. Thank you. You've been listening to...
Fourteen <laughs> dreams. Goodbye.